0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, September the 16th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is cronyism, which means Partiality to one's close friends, especially as evidence in the appointment of political hangers on to office without regard to their qualifications. Cronyism. Certainly, there was a lot, that was a big word during the uh, <laughs> Trump administration. I'm sure many of you have heard that before. But, anywho, anyway, it is Thursday. Work week is almost over. Wow. Been a quick week. I gotta say, it has been a quick week. The weather here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. We are in certain areas expecting some thunderstorms later on this evening or afternoon to evening, quite possibly. They're saying it's not going to be too much of anything. But, hey, who knows? And also, uh, I believe next week, the fall starts. Weather's looking pretty good. We're getting back down into the 80s. That's that fall here in North Carolina, but Hey, like I always say, this is the South. Chances are we will see some more hot days. We just will. All right. I'm sure by now uh, or, or a lot of you probably saw the um, the four gymnasts that testified yesterday in, in front of that committee about the FBI's response or lack thereof to their um, the sexual harassment by the team doctor. And just wow. But you got to think to yourself, this is just typical when you're dealing with this type of situation with someone who's uh, well-known and liked. Uh, Pretty much like the majority of those young ladies said, they they were just handed over to this guy to do whatever he wanted to do. They just were. Well, he's serving, I believe they said, 120 years in prison right now. Right now. And of course, he won't see the light of day. Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. Treating people like this. And, and it was just very uh, emotional, I must say, to watch those women tell their stories. And, and tell how they were, when they told their stories to what would should be officials that would would, would take it seriously and handle the situation, they pretty much would just brush aside. side. And blown off. Literally. One young lady said she was on the phone with one of the uh, agents and she told him what had happened and, and there was a long pause and then he asked her uh, after a minute, is there anything else? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Just wow. But uh, anyway, yeah, they, 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 they came out and they told their stories, which we have heard before. But this was more or less a, a committee set up to a, a just see what the FBI did did or didn't do, looks like, and the new FBI director swore to uh, that this would never happen again. Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell. Time will tell. Keep those young ladies in their prayers because they're going to be dealing with this for the rest of their lives. All of this happened when they were kids. Teenagers, young teenagers, preteens. You know, probably something happened before that. They just haven't come forward this guy operated with, with no regard, no remorse, or no, no punishment whatsoever for years, decades. We'll see. In a bit of strange news, I gotta say this, <clears throat> looks like um, <laughs> Nikki Minaj finds herself in the hot seat because of her statement in regards to the COVID vaccine. Well, in, in, as you guys know, the uh, Met Gala, which is uh, was held this week, I guess that's the who's who of of society and pop culture, or rock culture, or just uh, arts in general. There's a big swoop, su- a big dance, or not, I will call it a dance, a big gathering where all these. Uh, known stars or, or artists or whatever get together and they dress up in whatever they want, their little fine apparel and or whatever. Well, she didn't go because she said that due to, because the Met Gala came out and said, hey, you got to be vaccinated if, if you want to come. But she said you had to be vaccinated or what have you. And, and she said she wasn't going because she still has some uh questions about the vaccine. Understandable. Not going to knock her for that. But she came out with a statement that was, I found, just odd. It was just odd to me. She came out with a statement um, saying that her cousin, who who was back in the islands, I believe it's the Virgin Islands, had took the vaccine and his testicles swole up. And he linked it to the vaccine. Apparently he said, I didn't have any problems before this. I took the vaccine and this happened so much so uh, uh, that his fiance called off the wedding. No, Dr. Fauci and uh, one of the high ranking officials of the Virgin Islands came out and flat out said there's no connection to this <laughs> there, there, there's just not um, wow uh, I, I, I gotta say and, and, and they also said Dr. Fauci and this guy who was the uh, head of some, some big wig in the Virgin Islands came out and said they can't find any, any link they haven't heard any cases of such anything like this happening um Fella, (laughs) I I don't know enough about the vaccine myself, but I, I don't think and I could be wrong, but I don't think that vaccine made your testicles swell up like that. And as far as your wife, call, uh, fiance, I'm sorry, calling off the wedding, yeah, she might know something. That, <laughs> she might know something that we all don't know, because I would think if you took that vaccine and your testicles swole, swell, swole, up and you guys are engaged, she's there with you through the long haul. But for her to call off that wedding, I think she knows something. <laughs> I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, uh, you know, like I said, she, Nicki Minaj is is, is getting uh, she she's getting uh, lambasted if I could say that she's getting roasted bad. A lot of people are saying, "What? Why? What in the world is she talking about?" Now she's came out and said, you know, she she has her uh, her her, her uh, I, I'll say she has some questions about the vaccine. Rightfully so. Who doesn't? Should be should question. I'm sorry, you just should. But um, I understand her her stance on not attending that gala because it, it does appear like now a lot of people are being forced to take the vaccine. We hear it all the time. A lot of jobs and, and a lot of employers are saying, hey, if you don't have the vaccine, you can you can't work here or you got to submit to a weekly testing. I believe one company here in North Carolina, SAS, has came out and say, hey, if you don't take that vaccine, you're fired. There's a lot of companies saying that also. And, it's, and so it's, it's just not in the medical field. A lot of private uh, employers are saying that you got to have that vaccine. So I, I, I understand people questioning that. I, I get it. I got it. But I don't think this thing with his testicles swelling uh, up, <laughs> swelling up is uh, related to that vaccine. I, I don't I could be wrong. Or, or Who knows? We could be wrong. Maybe sometime down the line, they'll come out and say, yeah, that is a side effect of it. <laughs> but I seriously doubt it. I do. I just do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just do. Ah, uh, fella. <laughs> looks like you've been caught. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's go get it. Now, there's a report out, thanks to data collected by the Census Bureau, that states poverty declined here in the U.S. in 2020. Miraculously, this occurred during the pandemic. Now, the reason why, of course, is government aid, stimulus checks, and, of course, unemployment insurance. Now, what's called the uh, supplemental poverty measure rate was 9.1 in 2020, which equals to 2.6 lower than 2019. Now, also, they're saying relief payments moved 11.7 million people from poverty along with the unemployment insurance benefits, kept 5.5 million U.S. citizens out of poverty. Now, this, uh, what it is, what they're saying is the poverty threshold, which is, is, of course, it measures the minimum level of income calculated by the total cost of essential resources an average human adult consumes in a year the poverty threshold they're saying is an income of about $26,000 for a family of four $13,000 for an individual a single person I remember those days hey, see, what a life but by definition more than 37 million people were living in poverty in the US now this is the first time that the supplemental poverty measure which incorporates, incorporates housing and food assistance assistance was officially lower than the poverty rate. This is the first time. All right. Good job. Now, supporters say the data shows the importance of uh, the social safety net. Big government help, pretty much. I don't know about that. I I can't can't co-sign with that. But with the aid ending, now the gains of the war on poverty are truthfully short-lived, and really shows that government aid during this pandemic was just a facade. It just was. I, You know, hey, I did a podcast some time ago about uh, did people, a lot of people really need that stimulus check. And and the conclusion that, that came out, or uh, even myself, I must admit, was a lot of people didn't need that stimulus check. Why? Because they were still working. Was, there was a lot of people that were still working during the pandemic when COVID first started and they started shutting things down. Quite a few people, including myself, were still working. Didn't miss stride Now, also uh, what they're saying is the median household income as it relates to this uh, poverty threshold, it fell by 2.9% in 2020, which was what equates to about 69560 in 2019, and sixty-seven thousand five hundred and twenty-one in two thousand twenty. So yeah, there was there was a job. Now the areas they're they're finding that were most affected by this pandemic shutdown and and this uh, poverty due to this 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 pandemic, the hardest hit areas in the country were the Midwest, the South, and the West. Now eleven and a half percent failed or or failed in full-time year-round workers between 2019 to uh, 2020 that fell to 11.5 percent now that was on the lower income workers scale that's your hotel your restaurant your bar your retail workers those were the the industries that were hardest hit by this pandemic and of course the shutdown when it came through and shut everything down due to covid They're saying, yeah, there there was a fall and and full-time year-round workers, but a lot of people still kept their job. So was there a need for a stimulus check to go out to everyone? Because now what they're finding is those numbers, those poverty numbers, uh, they're going to go back up because people are going back to work. They have to go back to work. A lot of people are still sitting around saying they don't want to work. They're too, they're reluctant because of, um, COVID and then you say you're forcing a vaccine on them that's another one but you know like I said for the blessed workers that that were allowed to work or continue to work their median, median income rose to 6.9% and that was in comparison from 2019 so like I said a lot of people I mean for all those that were unemployed, it was quite a few that still kept their jobs, and that their median income rose from six to, rose to six point nine percent. That would be probably your overtime. A lot of people had to work overtime, work long hours. Now, another side to those who lost the medical insurance coverage. Now, this is where it, it, it gets very interesting. Now. What they're also saying, in addition to those that, you know, they lost a job or whatever, a lot of people lost their medical insurance coverage. And the data shows that that was at 8.6%. Now, there was, they're saying that there really wasn't a great change between they calculated 2018 to th- 2020, but fewer, fewer people did not have private insurance also. So when they lost those jobs, they lost their insurance. I know we all remember that debate. A lot of people talked about that. That was a huge thing. So, so much so the greater number of citizens turned to public coverage. That's your Medicaid and Medicare. That system is going to be blown out. People aren't working. A lot of people had to uh, leave their jobs. They had to, they had to shut down. So they they had to uh, go seek help with Medicaid and, and Medicare. And they're also saying with well, that, that 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 rise for that Medicaid and Medicare also may be due to uh, older Americans, which quite frankly, there was also a report out about that that said, Hey, they didn't want to go back to work. I mean, could you blame them? They're old. I mean, why would they run the risk? I know they need income, but I mean, at one point in time, and they're still saying that COVID was, was, was hell on the older people. So a lot of them were out working, trying to make a living, and then COVID hit and they were like, mm, I got enough on my plate. I'm not trying to go back and get hemmed up with that. Now, all of this uh this data from the Census Bureau echoes uh, you know, I I, I had uh, saw a report also, and they were they were detailing the, the effects of COVID from the economic side, you know, which are jobs, inflation. Yeah, even the stock market, you know, private insurance, public insurance, they were they were showing that that we are going to be dealing with the effects of COVID for decades, and by decades I mean they're saying twenty or thirty years down down the line, we're still going to be trying to get away from up under this 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 pandemic. These numbers show it shows more than just about the uh, poverty rate. What it really sh- uh, shows to me and, and shines a spotlight on is, like I've said before, that facade or those false numbers that came out when, when people were getting these stimulus checks and they were out just buying any and every old thing that goes into that economy and that inflation. That's what we're dealing with now. Those were false numbers because why? Because people really and truly hadn't worked for it. And I'm not downgrading or, or trying to demean them. But they hadn't worked for it. The government was giving them money. It was money that wasn't backed by actual earnings. It was just free government assistance, a supplemental income, if they can call it that. But you all know, as we all well know, that truthfully, yeah, I can see the 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 reasoning behind the government pushing out those stimulus checks because had it had it had they not. You know, it, it quite easily, dare I say, could have been like the Great Depression because people weren't working. They couldn't, uh, you know, they just couldn't. So we could have had another Great Depression on our hands. So the governments came in and said, hey, I, I, you know, let's let's start these stimulus checks around the stimulus checks. received about three of them, I believe, total. A lot of people that twelve hundred was the first. And then what was it? Twelve hundred, then nine hundred. And I, I want to say another thousand or so. And and (laughs) with those false numbers they gave, you know, when people were out just buying any and everything, like that great toilet paper hoard run that I still can't figure out to this day. I I swear I just, uh, Jesus make it make sense because it doesn't make sense. You know, people, they weren't just, they were out buying any and everything. They just were free money. That's essentially what it was. It was free money. Let's be honest with each other. It was free money, tax-free money. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, people worked all their lives and then they, they came through with this pandemic and that stopped everything. Yeah, they need a little bit of help. Not going to speak that. I don't know if they needed a little bit of help to the tune of, of, of three stimulus checks. Because that, that, those stimulus checks, now they're finding out that kind of screwed some things up with inflation. Because what happened when people went out and were buying, 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 spending, 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 that said to, the, uh, to those, the makers or, or the industrial people or however you say it, to those that make these products, they're saying, hey, there's a great need for it. Let's push more out. Well, what has happened now is due to the fact that with that great push, of commerce based off of those stemless checks which were false numbers people are still not working the government's not giving out any more stemless checks or people have went back to work and that regular income <laughs> don't support you going out just splurging like that so we have all these goods that are just sitting around can't be sold because people aren't spending like that like they were when they was getting that they were getting that free money What do you know? What do you know? I mean, it it was bound to happen. Inflation. Now, like I said before, a lot of people are saying, well, that that inflation, those aren't the real numbers. I think they are. Because like I said, when people were out buying everything, those were false numbers. There was money they really, and truthfully, a lot of them couldn't afford it. They just couldn't, couldn't afford it. And lo and behold, now, we find ourselves in this situation where we're trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, what happened? I mean, it was talked about when, when all of this was going on with those stimulus checks. And these poverty numbers, they're saying it helped people get out of poverty. That's false also. Because now that there's no money, no free money flowing, now that a lot of people have to go back to work, their real income is shining through. And it's showing that it, 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 they just can't keep up. I'm sorry. They just can't, because even though some people have went back to work, and 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 dare I say, or dare I think, they, they probably aren't making what they once were making, and and, and a lot of companies are now saying they're going to up minimum wage to fifteen dollars an, an hour. Side note on that, I got to speak on this because that's something I, I heard about the other day. Um, if you're going to give people fifteen dollars an hour coming in the door as opposed to those that have been there for however many years and you're giving those coming in the door $15 an hour. How do you think that sits with those that have been there through the grind? Those that have been there through the pandemic. Even. It's a direct slap in the face. If you ask me for you to just say, Hey, we're going to up the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Somebody coming in the door, no experience, no where and fall as to what to do, the ins, the outs, the ups and downs. You're giving them $15 an hour. Those employees that have been there for God knows how long, um, they now have to train these, these new cats coming in the door. For, I mean, making $15 an hour. How, how awkward is that going to be? Very awkward. It just is. I I, I understand the theory of, of uh, th- that livable income mindset or module, but realistically I, I don't think it's going to be beneficial because like I said, you have employees that have been there for God knows how long that are now going to have to train someone coming in the door if not making what they're making but are coming in the door making what they couldn't get in however many years they've been there that's a slap in the face we're going to see a problem with that also because a lot of employers aren't going to be able to meet that $15 an hour there's going to have to be some cuts that's just economically what what happens if you're forcing people to pay $15 an hour by people I mean the employers and they're they're, uh they can't generate enough income to 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 meet that $15 an hour I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that are going to shut down. What about the small businesses? If you're going to up that minimum wage to $15 an hour, what about the small businesses? This is going to tear the economy up. And this is just exactly what what those uh, makeshift uh, business modules I saw a long time, some time ago, that were saying we're going to be dealing with the effects of COVID down the decades, 20, 30, 40, maybe 50 years down the line. They went out as, as far as that. They were saying that it might be a, a slow gain, maybe 30 or 40 years after this. But you're going to up the minimum wage to $15 an hour for an untrained, unskilled worker that has to be trained by those that were already there, that are already skilled and trained that you didn't, you, couldn't, you said you couldn't just you couldn't up their pay. Yeah, that's a slap in the face. It's going to be a lot of disgruntled workers. I mean, that's. I'm not even going to say that's basic economics. But that's basic common sense life lessons for you to to, to tell someone that's been there however many years that, yeah, we're up in the the minimum wage. They're going to be making $15 right at what you're making or right at what took you years to get to or quite possibly go over by a little bit, a little, a little amount. Now you got to train this new Jack coming in the door. And that's going to be a huge problem. It just is. realistically, it just is. And now we have these poverty numbers that are saying, they're touting and and saying, yay, poverty level was down during the pandemic. Well, guess what? We're coming up out of the pandemic and those poverty numbers are going up. They're going up because of all of that governmental assistance, those stimulus checks and that unemployment insurance for those that were out of work for however long they were, those full-time year-round workers, that stood at, what, 8.6% that really, it really didn't drop for, it really didn't drop in in that employment side that much because, like I said, a lot of people were still working. The industries that were hit or affected by uh, uh, this pandemic were, of course, we know the restaurant, the bars, the hotel, leisure, and what they call the leisure industry, you know, your, your cruise ships or whatever, what have you, and some in retail. And now we're finding out that due to those people that are reluctant to come back to work, a lot of businesses are have have to cut their hours. So that means they're going to have a cut in employee hours also they aren't just cutting the business hours they're cutting the employees hours they aren't going to have enough hours they gonna, a lot of people aren't going to get that 40 hours a week or close to that 40 hours a week I think a lot of people are going to go back down to that 20 some odd to 30 hours a week there goes a lot more there goes, there goes some more problems like I said those numbers during that stimulus uh, rampage are showing sure their head slowly but surely and now we're seeing all the same thing with the unemployment because those that are refusing to go back to work or reluctant to go back to work, now the businesses, because they don't have enough employees, are having to cut their business hours. And when you start cutting business hours, you start cutting employees' hours also. And that's a problem. Now you're trying to do all of this and raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Is that the allure? Is that the hopeful attraction that you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and people will come back to work? Maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. Who knows? I don't think it's going to work too well. Like I said, there's a whole lot of gray areas in this theory of this livable wage. And just like it's a whole lot of gray areas or were gray areas that are now being exposed with this poverty threshold numbers. It just, it it just is. And there's going to be a whole lot of uh, problems. Like I said, we're going to be dealing with COVID for decades. Our kids and quite possibly our kids, kids will be trying to dig out from under COVID. This is just the reality of, of what COVID did. Like I said, COVID is indeed that life altering event. It has shaken and stirred everything up. It's, it's affecting everything, every aspect of our lives. Shine a huge spotlight on a lot, and and, and it's it's showing. We're starting to show. It just is. It just is. I mean, hey, you know, uh, for those that are are saying, hey, that the poverty fell, uh, that's a good thing. Those are fake numbers, in my opinion, because now that money you got for those stimulus checks, that wasn't your regular income. Of course, that the the, the it, the, 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 the retail market or whatever however you say it of course it rose people were out spending money duh 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 but those are fake numbers that was a facade now we're back to reality get ready that's all i can tell you get ready i mean hey that's real that's that's the reality of it like i said that's the reality of it those numbers were fake and false and now it is showing. Well, that's all for me today and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. I won't bite. I promise you I won't. Not physically anyway, verbally I may. Mean, we can sit down and have a nice conversation. Hey, I'm not that bunch of hard, you know what, you can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegate for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.